Hello, and welcome to The Ripple. I'm Jen, and today's format is a little different than our usual. The majority of my friends are teachers all over the U.S. One of these friends, Denise, called to tell me she was coming to New York to chaperone a fellow teacher's field trip to the 9-11 Museum and asked if I would be interested in talking to the kids. All of them were born after September 11, 2001 and are currently taking a class on terrorism. Not knowing where this would go, I of course said yes. All of these students are 13 and 14 years old. They attend an urban 6th through 12th grade school in Western Massachusetts. The school prides itself on facilitating learning through the use of compelling topics and real-world experiences. The students I spoke with are in a general history survey course that includes a section on terrorism. This is what brought them to New York. I got a chance to speak with them before they entered the museum for the first time. For many of these kids, this was their first time visiting the museum and New York. Let's meet the kids. I'm Gavin and I'm 13. I'm Aaron and I'm 13. I'm Bennett and I'm 13. I'm Patrick and I'm 13. I'm Pamela and I'm 13. I'm Maddie and I'm 14. I'm Natasha and I'm 13. I'm Danielle and I'm 14. I'm Isabel and I'm 13. I'm Tasia and I'm 13. I'm Ziari and I'm 13. I'm Erlen and I'm 13. First question, you ready? So uh, what do you guys know about September 11th, 2001? It was a major terrorist attack and there are many casualties. Good answer. It was organized by Al-Qaeda. Okay. Um, Al-Qaeda bombed the World Trade Center and tried to bomb other places too. Do you know what other places? Um, the Pentagon. Yeah. And um... I heard you say it. And the field in Pennsylvania? Yes. Anyone else? It was a horrible, tragic day for New York. Well, it sounds like you guys know what happened that day. How did you first hear about September 11, 2001? It was always um, brought up every September 11th at our elementary school, and we had like a tribute to it every morning. My mom would just tell me stories that she knew about it and stories that her friends um, had of that day. Did they tell you that since you were young? Yes. Um, I used to hear it on um, every September you know, 9th, but also my dad had friends there who were at Ground Zero, so some of them have died. So sometimes... You know, Did they die there, or have they died since? They died there, and some had some medical problems afterward. Uh, when I was young, I looked at the newspaper and I asked my mom and she answered and ever since September 11th, I've gotten more and more stories about her and her friends and what happened. On that day? Yeah. Um, when I was seven, on the anniversary, my dad showed me a video of the planes crashing into the buildings. And did he explain to you then what had happened? No, because I was like very young, so I wouldn't understand. I just thought it was like a movie, so it was great. Um, my parents would always bring it up, and they said it was a day that they'll never forget. So you guys have known for a while then. Do you guys know what the World Trade Center looked like on that day? Because it looks very different now. The World Trade Center looked like, like two towers. They were twin towers. Yes. They looked just identical. Do you guys feel like you, 
you know and understand a little bit more what terrorism is, now that you're in this class, I'm seeing a lot of heads shaking and some hands. Yes, I do. Like, terrorism has a lot of definitions, like, um, like at the UN, like Washington, there's a huge definition on it. But really, terrorism's main definition is someone who causes harm, like, to innocent people. I know a lot more, and especially um, more about Muslims. Like, there's always something stereotypical said about Muslims, but we really, um, it's really not, like, what they think they are. And terrorism is just what a group of people want to do. It's not directed, um, it shouldn't be directed towards everybody in that group. Do you guys think that something like this, a terrorist act like this, could happen again in your lifetime? I feel like it can happen because it's just people. I mean, people aren't very nice sometimes, and I feel like some people encourage it, and some people don't, so I feel like it's going to happen at least once again. I think that it will happen again because you saw how easy it was. And there's now ISIS and all these new... These new terrorist groups. Yes. I think that it definitely could happen because Al-Qaeda and branches of Al-Qaeda are growing every, every day, especially since so, social media like gets a message out. People are getting... So it's easier for people to see terrorism and experience yeah. what people are trying to do to other people. Yeah, and anybody can join and anybody can follow the lead of someone that is an extremist and that could lead to them doing things that they think is right. I think it could happen again because like even if like some people die that day, like they have new leaders and new recruitments that they could like explain. Someone else just picks it up and takes the lead. Yes. Something like that will happen again because terrorism just seems to keep growing no matter what efforts we do to try and stop it as the world. I think that something like this can happen again, but what we've really got to do is we have a lot of intelligence agencies and forces. Really just got to look for the signs and stop oncoming like terrorist groups that, are, that could threaten us because the first 9-11 there was a lot of signs that were ignored and because of that 9-11 could have been stopped, but it wasn't. Um, I feel like ever since 9-11 there's been more terrorist attacks and more terrorist groups. So I feel like it, another terrorist attack in the U.S. could happen in my lifetime. But I think if we just use our, our minds and communicate with all forces, I think we could stop it. I feel like it could happen again, and ISIS is a huge threat because of how much money they're making a day by like stealing it from banks and from their oil and like gas resources, how much money they're making. And I feel like it'd be easy, but not super easy for them to like attack the U.S., but I feel like they're a pretty big threat. Um, I feel like 9-11 was a wake-up call for America, so I think it, terrorism is possible. It's still going to be possible, but it's going to be more strict and harder because security is more strict now. Do you feel like people will be sneakier about how they terrorize the U.S.? Yeah. Anything is possible. I entered the museum with the kids, and we all stopped to drop off our coats. I've been to the museum many times before, but the kids have not. This is their first time. I follow around a few groups and recorded their reactions to what they were seeing. Where are we? Oh, yeah. 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 O
That'd be so scary. <laughs> I know. What is that? We're eventually gonna walk down there, so we'll be able to read all the signs down there too. What do you guys think of the space? Yeah. Really? I'm already speechless. Let's get Why? down there. Because it's so big? It just seems like so sad. I don't know. The room feels sad? Yeah. Just like the vibe feels so sad. What? Dang, that's when they right there. It doesn't even look real. I know. It's crazy. How does it get bent like that? What the heck? To me. It is, though. Yeah. Oh. That's really crazy. Wait, so we're allowed to take pictures here? Yeah, you just can't use flash. I want to show, show this to my mom. You might have like a pair this area, right here. Yep. Definitely. This is coming up. This is exactly where the first one This is where the building was. There's a. Yeah, do you see this wall right here? Yeah. This is actually the fountain outside. So these are where the buildings mm -hmm. were. Oh. This is literally where. This used to be a parking garage. Because it wasn't it in a parking garage. Mm -hmm. This is the lower. Yeah. This wall is the, it's the fountains. Like we're on the, we're looking at underneath the ground, the fountains. So the, the actual buildings stood, one of them stood here. Uh, structurally, I don't know why. It could be because you can actually walk underneath there. So they probably have structures holding it up. I don't know how to say it, but it, it doesn't make me feel nervous, but it makes me feel like... Emotional? Yeah. Because it's one thing to learn about it in class and then another to actually the come here and see it, right? One thing because people were missing after it happened when the tower collapsed. I feel so bad. Because these are people's like fathers, grandchildren. Survivors walked out. Yes. This exact staircase and the escalator is this right here. You can see. Mm -hmm. So it's this. Wow. These are the stairs in this picture. These are where all the survivors were? I think a lot of them, yes. There are most, yeah. It was the stairway to safety. How come it's so destroyed? 
Is it when the build building fell? It just it completely... Be. Well, it if they aren't sent they had to run through debris to even get to the stairs. Um, so we probably fell down the stairs. Yeah, so it could have just been destroyed when they collapsed. Which it's way crazy is that okay. they even got it out. Crazy so the little children's pictures you see that are up there that didn't survive, they were on the planes. Is the new World Trade Center still in construction or is it? No. It's no. done, right? Yeah, it's completed. Yeah, I saw it. I just didn't know if they were still working on it. It looks really cool though. It is really cool inside. It's a Muslim man. Not a terrorist, but a victim. You probably worked there. Yeah. Social studies. Six people that died in the bombings. Crap. Yeah. Wait, wait, six people what? Who died in the 9-11 bombings. You guys can I mean, not, not the 9-11. Right 93. 93. Oh. That's the pregnant lady. Could have been. That's the only lady, so. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how many walls they have to take up just to... Yeah. And how small the pictures are. Yeah, it's crazy. Usually that they didn't have pictures in them or if they didn't want to. It could be they didn't want to. That's my guess. Why do you think that? Because they might just not want people to see what they look like. Oh, there's a historic slide. Yeah, you can go in there. Um, question. Yeah. You've seen a very small portion. How, are, how do you feel so far? Well, I kind of just felt like emotion, like emotional, like even just walking down this and seeing like where the buildings were and the beams and stuff. But then once I got in there and saw like how many, well, I knew it was like around 3,000 casualties, but uh, just seeing like the kids and like Ha like, they could have had a whole future ahead of them, and it just made me feel really emotional to see them. It kind of was really talkative before I got here, and then I just saw all the artifacts and all the f faces and stuff, and it kind of just made me silent. I feel like people usually have different feelings, like outside on the street, like some people may feel happy, some people may feel sad, angry. But I feel like here, everyone feels the same feeling, which is like sadness or maybe a sort of depression. And I feel like it's kind of crazy to think that everyone is thinking the same thing. So that's just what I'm thinking. People in the colonies. I mean, I really, I can really like absorb things fast. He's really good with history. You should, you should go over there. And I know some of this stuff because my dad told me a lot about it. And I've always just had a really good interest in history. So I love learning about this kind of stuff. Also to remember the fallout. Mm -hmm. Over there, there's a room with a bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah, of I know. I already went in there. Oh, okay. Wait, did you figure out what the leaves mean? Yes. There was a little Get the leaves. <laughs> so funny. What do you think it means? No, it said there was a sign. 
What did it say? It talked about they were also victims of the 1993 bombings. But since they were also focused on... I don't think... No, that's yeah. not the same no. thing we're it's talking about. The Leafs in the building, there were signs that it was from the 1993 bombings. That's no, not it showed the no they, they were in the 1993 bombings and the 2001. Also, they couldn't find... No, because there was more than no. six Leafs and only six people died in yeah. the... Floors did it have? Is that a video of it before it? Jeez, you can read about the floors right there. 99 elevators. I read the sign. He's back. I read that sign. Tell me. What it does said it say? the leaf icon <coughs> here and in the museum corresponds with people who died like died in December, Sur September, September. They survived the first attack but then died yeah, in the second, in the second attack. attack. And some people who had died in the first attack and because they couldn't find some pictures. Oh, so oh, this, this is a resemblance. This is an actual metal. Okay. Wait, what is this? Well, it just shows that's what? the uh, red bomb. This. this. And then this. What is that's the uh, that's the other piece. Oh yeah. Um, where is that here? Oh. Is it this? I don't know that you'd be able to pick it out in there. Did you guys know that of or all the 40,000 windows that were smashed, there's only one that uh, didn't smash? No, there's um, number 8 on the 82th floor. It's right or left side of the building. There's one building, I mean, one, one window that didn't smash, and a firefighter, instead of, you know, moving all the wreckage, he stopped the wreckage crew and grabbed it and, you know, helped one of the local engineers help preserve it. Because that's, it's kind of like a little... That's the only window that's Yeah, the only window. 40,000 windows and one survived. We're going to go there after. Because that's how big the last was. If I'm not mistaken, it's in this room. Yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. So, go on over there. Look at these. This is like a wing. I absorb history like a sponge. Math, oh, another wing. So and this is just like yeah, the body. Yeah, because it went in like this, like on a tilt. Mm -hmm. so you can see the yeah, you can see it. Point it goes point like, this, like this, and then here's the bolt. Point to point. Yeah, it should have wow. gone down lower, but they kind of messed up. That's why the second plane, they went lower, so it hit. And like, was a successful, and that's why that one collapsed yeah. first. If, yeah. But that was just, there were so many signs before 9-11. Like the north, more people jumped out of the North Tower. Have you watched the video of this yeah. Mm, that was kind of cool. showed us a documentary of, like, all the family clips. And, like, people that, jumping out. Um, windows because they just didn't want to yeah. slowly Oh, here it. it is, but it's facing the wrong way, so you have to flip it that way, I'm imagining. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was by the pictures. Yeah, I saw that at the end of the hall. Yeah, only three of the four planes got their target. We're lucky, though, one of the other ones got stopped. 
So this part right here, Gavin? Imagine if we hit the White House. That would have been crazy. They hit on like floor 95, 96-ish. 96, 99. They went too high. They were supposed to hit near like, I think it was 50. Yeah, you can literally see all here, Because even with there, all the experience the that they had through like, I think they had two years of flight school they and... Had, like, yeah. No, in a bunch of countries. They had it in no. America. No, only America. They had it only in America. Oh wait, no, that was the other pilot. It. One of them got denied. Yeah, it wasn't a pilot. He, no, no well, remember they had to replace one of them because yeah, he, uh, we know we watched the video. He was a hijacker, not a pilot. On visas no, he and didn't passports. Yeah. And then came but here, got flight school. Uh, then uh, got a little bit of experience flying bigger planes and then did 9-11. Yeah, they even had like the smaller helicopters that they just, that they got to borrow. And, and they would just do, go through his like, path over and over and over again. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it was not one guy wasn't going to do it because he was going to, he was, he had just gotten married to his wife. Yeah, that kind of, he almost and thought he wasn't going Yeah, they thought he wasn't going to, but then he followed through. But they said they said that they were going to do it to pay tribute to their God, which is the same God as Christians and Jews. But it doesn't make sense because no religion really should express themselves in killing that many people. Which Terrorism is just the murder of innocent people, usually. I feel like... Usually. No, always. Always. They use their religion as a key to try to make it okay, but it's really not okay. It's really just an excuse. Some yeah, it's a bad excuse. Yeah, some people try and say it's just, you know, they're freedom fighting, which they're obviously not. If you're just going to murder innocent people, have no, nothing to do with the government or people you're fighting against. Yeah. You guys want to see some more? Yeah. If you haven't been to the 9-11 Museum, it's pretty extraordinary. When you walk off the escalator, it is surprisingly dark and filled with the voices of visitors. You walk through a dark corridor filled with voices of people who have witnessed the attacks firsthand. At the end of the corridor, the space opens up and you look down into a large room referred to as the bathtub. This is the underground foundation of the World Trade Center. As you continue walking, there are large artifacts all around to draw your attention. Large chunks of twisted metal, crumpled fire trucks, and a crushed set of stairs. The main bulk of the museum is so discreet you could easily miss it. Glass doors open to a small section of the museum where the real story unfolds. In this condensed space you will see news reports, audio, video, and artifacts from September 11th. I sat outside this room while all the kids toured it. I waited on the other side to get their reactions. Okay, who am I sitting with right now? Pam. Pam. Pamela. Hmm? Pamela. Pamela. Natasha. Danielle. Hey, ladies. Okay, so it's Saturday. I think it's December 10th, 2016. Mm -hmm. The ladies just went into the main section of the 9-11 Museum, where all the information really is. How are we feeling? Overwhelmed. Very sad. Mind-boggling. Okay. You want to elaborate on those feelings? I think the um, the most tragic part was seeing the laptop, like um, seeing that, like um, knowing that Ramsey Yusuf himself touched that, and now it's here, and we're seeing it, and he used that to plan everything. Okay. Can you explain? who that individual is and what that laptop is? Ramsey Yusuf is the one who plans this hijack, um, 
who planned the hijack and uh, of the planes and the laptop was where all the information was and he it said that he was hiding in the Philippines to plan and test bombs there before he comes here to America and <coughs> cause all of this to happen. Do you know how they got that laptop? I'm not very they sure. They seized it and they found him in an apartment and they seized it. So they took it. What do you think was um, the most interesting thing you saw in that room, series of rooms, or the most shocking thing that you saw besides the laptop? Um, I would have to say the wall of people that passed away in 9-11 tragedy. It's just like amazing that we, how even though we've learned about it, we've seen the numbers. It doesn't really show until you see it. And, and you can see all the faces. You can see all the faces and you can see how many and it's not just a number anymore now it's like now that you have a visual the shoes that was the most shocking for me because like people wore those to go to work like a normal day in new york and it wasn't normal and it was just crazy seeing how anything could be just like 9-11 i remember hearing the recordings of a man um on the who was on the plane of the hijack and he was saying goodbye to his wife. And um, when I heard that, I was kind of, like that, that felt, um, like I started to feel something so, um, like squeezing in my heart, like that person died and it wasn't even their fault. They just wanted to, they were just on a plane. They're just innocent people. And they had to say goodbye to the people they love. Do you feel like you're learning a lot about 9-11 by being in the museum today? Yeah. I'm learning things from an emotional level, not just a historical level. Like, I'm learning like, the feelings they went through, what, I don't know, children of their parents saw. It's crazy. What the actual parents saw and how many, I don't know like how to say it, but it's kind of astonishing. I think that's fair. Astonishing. It's a pretty big word. It's a pretty big experience. It's like, like earlier when she was talking about how this is like a grave site. Like, when you go to a graveyard, you don't have the same feelings as you do now seeing the buildings that are part pieces of the building that were there or the airplane that caused it. It wasn't the same feeling as you'd go to like a graveyard. It's very, not uncomfortable per, not uncomfortable per se, but very touchy. It's like, very, you feel connected, even though I wasn't even thought of yet. It was crazy. Also, you see the aftermath. Like, in there, there was an ambulance, there was the firemen's outfits, and they were melted and burned, and it's kind of like... Yeah, you see the evidence and what was left, and um, I wouldn't have even, um, like, thought of ever seeing this, but... Like, it's here, and it's, like, in my face. Had you ever seen any of these things before or things like this, you know, on the Internet or, you know, like the crushed fire truck or the uh, clothes covered in dust that are in this room over here? Yeah, all, all, the majority of stuff that we were shown in school was, like, the building. It, when it was all rubble, we really didn't see the anything really burned or scarred. We didn't see the around New York City. We just saw the building. Yeah, it's different seeing it face-to-face -face from face-to-street. It's like you get a feeling that comes with it, not just the 
brief picture. description you have of it, yeah. And do you find that the videos here are really, I know you guys have seen some documentaries about 9-11 in your class, but do you feel like the videos inside, the really personal videos people shot from their homes or, um, you know, that were on like just TV, like uh, video cameras that were just outside, do you think that those are really interesting uh, because they're different perspectives than you've seen before? There was this one video where um, there was just a man sitting, um, doing his work. Um, the first tower already had the first plane and the smoke coming up, and um, I saw like he didn't really um, care because he um, he thought it was just like a normal plane crash. But then the second plane comes out of nowhere and hits the second tower, and then he gets so shocked, and then he just kind of just like falls behind, and then um, like that was like a really fast. That was really fast to see, and um, I didn't expect it to be like. It was always so slow-paced when I saw it. Mm -hmm. um, weird to see other people's emotions because we weren't around at this point, and we don't know how to feel. We know that we're supposed to be sad, but we aren't really connected with it, and it's kind of weird and nice to see what the real emotions were and how people felt about it. Do you feel like there is an event that's happened in your life so far that is even close or related to this in some way that you have a similar feeling about when you think about it? Yeah, the Boston bombing, that, I don't know, I feel like I could feel the same way. Like my dad said when he, he experienced 9-11, he wasn't there though. He felt like the whole world, like, or the United States go quiet. Like I had that feeling because like I was sitting in my backyard and we got the news. I'm like, is this what it felt like? But on a more tragic level, like... How did you feel that day of the marathon bombing? I was younger, so I don't really remember. I just remember kind of talking about it and then going on about my day because I didn't put two and two, and two together. I thought it was crazy, though. I think these experiences just add more strength to our country. I don't know. It sounds stupid, but I feel like our It doesn't sound stupid. <laughs> but I mean, like, even with everything going on with, like, the presidency, we're... You know what I mean? We're getting like split in half, but I feel like once upon a time we were connected. We were like a family. Some of the guys, I was with some of your classmates walking around, and they had said that they felt like um, when they're in this museum, to them it feels like we're all feeling the same thing in here. Do you also agree with that? It's a whole new atmosphere. From being outside, yeah, and not not knowing what it's like in here. There's like a very good mood of like how you're supposed to feel. It's not like over dramatic, but it's still like you should feel regret and a little bit of. Yeah, it's not overwhelming, but you do feel like you're connected to every single person. Nobody's happy about what's going on. You all feel sorrow or guilt, or not guilt, but you all feel remorse. you're all feeling the same. Yeah, remorse. What did you, so this room in particular next to us is a kind of intense room. It's full of a lot of information and a lot of visual stimulants, we'll say. What was the most fascinating thing that you saw when you were inside that room? Th this room right here. No, the room next to us right here. Well, really if I have to say, to be true, all of it, because all of the hopes and memories and all the things that were remembered by 9-11 is so like historic and also saying this, come, then coming into this room and seeing like the slurry wall and um, the last column, it's really amazing how like these things, like people have like persevered and like made these things in honor of 9-11. It's just like these, these things that we see, they're just, 
it's just like, as you said, visual stimulants. They really help us remember the past because some people these days, like, they don't even, like, talk about, like, 9-11 or, you know, they don't even care. But 9-11 was such a huge point in our history. Like, it was a turning point for us. Like, at first we, you know, we just let airport security, you know, foreign and custom things. This terrorist attack changed America's view on terrorism. Because at first, you know, they did it to other countries, but we didn't really care much. But then when they did it to us, it really was a huge change of history for us. We upped our defense, got a bunch more intelligence agencies, defense, and I think really all of this symbolizes the great turning point in American history. Well said. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just came out of the main room. Yes, I did. How are you feeling? Well, I'm kind of sad because I don't think... I don't know the purpose behind the terrorist attack and why they would want to take the Twin Towers down. Um, it was interesting to see how they planned and how they put like a memorial wall of all the people they want to remember that have passed away. I had people passed away in my life before and I know it's not a good feeling. Yeah, so that's somewhat my connection to this event. I don't like thinking about the process of someone dying. I just, I don't like when people get hurt or killed or anything because I'm not with the violent stuff. Mm-hmm. So does this museum or that room in particular, did it feel violent to you or just made you realize how violent other people can be? It made me realize how violent other people can be. Like you got to watch your surroundings sometimes just to be aware of who's who. And Sometimes I get like a sort of vibe of... <laughs> nice people or not, but, you know, it's not always true. You never know. Mm-hmm. What was um, the most interesting thing that you saw when you were in this part of the museum? Um, well, there was a art thing we had to do, and they said to make a flower, and anybody in Springfield from where we live, we could put it on, like, their memorial thing um, to... We don't even have to know them, but we're, like, respecting them in a way. So, yeah. How was the room? It was good. I learned a lot. I, th- I thought I knew a lot about 9-11, and then I started reading things, and I got I absorbed more information that I didn't know. And there, were, there was a what lot. Is, give me an example of what you learned in there that you didn't know. Um, so, like, there was this diagram of floors and how many people died on that floor, and then in this range, how many people died in this I knew that there, there were a lot of people that died, um, but I didn't realize that um, there was so many people. There was such a wide, wide range of people, ages, ethnicities, races, all of that, and, and it all happened in a matter of hour and a half. Yeah. I also didn't, I also um, thought I knew a lot about 9-11, but then learned a lot more when I got in there. And one thing I learned was uh, there was a room where about uh, the plane that crashed in the field in Pennsylvania. And um, so they, I didn't, I forgot that there was even the fourth plane, but I had learned, but I forgot because I forgot that because it didn't, it wasn't really as impactful as the other ones, obviously, but 
I learned a little bit more about it that the passengers uh, thought that there wasn't actually a bomb on board, but the crew member who hijacked the plane said there was. So the passengers made calls to their families and like told them that they loved them, and then went up to the cockpit and started throwing hot water at the people who hijacked the plane, and then they saved the destination, which they thought was which. They came to the conclusion that they thought it was either the White House or the Capitol building, but they weren't able to make it there because of how they raided the cockpit. So that's something I learned. Um, I also agree that I thought I knew a lot. And when I went in there, I learned like a billion times more. Um, there was just so much to take in. Um, the two planes from Boston were um, a lot bigger and actually had three rows of seats versus the other two that didn't, um, which I didn't know that, that those two were actually bigger. Um, and as Gavin said, the Flight 4 that uh, crashed in the field, um, I didn't know that there was a single person who actually organized the entire thing and just thought that the hijackers were totally lying um, about that there was a bomb on board. And we also saw their um, Ramsey Youssef's um, computer, which was very cool and extremely small. Um, and What was the most interesting thing that you guys saw in there today? that you didn't expect to see or you thought was really interesting? Well, uh, we watched a documentary in class probably two and a half to three weeks ago about 9-11, and um, the thing that I got most out of it was Ramsey Youssef's computer because it was the thing that basically was the original idea of both the original bombing and then the obviously the 9-11 that we all know with the plane attacks. And so when I saw it today, it was totally like... I guess breathtaking and made me feel like insecure because that was just a computer that Ramsey Youssef touched and like made plans about such a big thing that I guess impacted the world a lot. So that's mine. What was the question again? Did you, what was the most interesting thing that you saw inside today? I think the most interesting thing that I saw today were, was all, all of the debris and all of the artifacts that I saw because it showed how big the impact was and how many people it affected because, um, and it showed how big the buildings were that fell. And um, I, I was able to um, not touch, but um, I don't know the word. Just like see the size of things. Yeah. Um, I would say the entire section on the flight that hit the Pentagon, I think that was the coolest part for me. Um, the most interesting. Why was that so interesting? Because, um, well, it, I didn't know really anything about it. Um, when in total it actually collapsed the entire E-ring of the Pentagon. 
and killed a bunch of people. And uh, there were a lot of like recorded phone calls and stuff from inside of it, or just people talking about their experiences. And uh, I learned a lot from it. Was there anything inside this space behind us that made you guys really sad to see? I feel like the whole exhibit was sad. It had that feeling where you want to talk about it, but you don't think you should because there's just this like depressing feeling about it because everybody has just stopped what they're doing and is just um, either watching or listening to or reading about what happened and we're all kind of feeling this one depressing, sad feeling. So I feel like the whole whole exhibit was had a sad, depressed feeling. Probably like the officers, like old uniforms or like the dolls and artifacts that they found like from children that died because it's just so sad seeing like, I feel like people who first saw it on 9-11 felt like it was like a movie or something because it just didn't seem real. But then, like, maybe a few days later or, like, later that day, they were like, oh, it actually happened. And so, like, seeing that children actually died and, like, these officers that, like, gone through so much school to, like, become police officers or firefighters and, like, maybe followed their, their, like, childhood dreams. And then, like, seeing these kids who died that haven't even been able to maybe even make dreams yet just seems so sad to me. Thanks for talking, guys. No problem. I didn't know what to expect from talking to these kids, nor did I know what this episode would look like before beginning. How I remember and know September 11th is very different from what these kids know. I saw the second plane hit the World Trade Center live on my TV. I watched Peter Jennings sit at his desk for two days and talk to America. From what I heard, most kids are learning what they know from documentaries and YouTube videos, and that's not bad, it's just different. It's different than having the experience and the feelings of knowing what time felt like in 2001. I want to thank all of the kids who spoke to me at the museum. When I was their age, I would never have been so eloquent with my feelings, and I really appreciate them taking the time to tell me their thoughts that day at the museum. A huge thank you goes out to Miss Pirog and Miss Cody for allowing me the opportunity to speak with these great kids. This episode would also not be possible without the help of Kit Tyson, who has not only supported this podcast in my life since we met, but spent countless hours transcribing a bunch of kids talking over one another in a museum. She might actually be a superhero. As always, I couldn't put these episodes out without the amazing editing and music of Daniel Broadhurst. I'll see you next time.